Welcome to possibly the weirdest forever exiled episode yet. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. So as you can hear, Mr. Tyler Wrecker of Days has very little voice. So we're going to make do. You're probably going to hear a lot more of me, but uh, welcome to 200 and episode 223 of Forever Exiled. Uh, big shout out to our patrons, new patrons this week, Alric and Padisha. Thank you so much for signing up and everybody else who resubbed up. We love your faces. Patreon gets access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast, which was a boatload of fun last week. We had our wives on and Chris uh, had to change the name of the title. It's funny. The original name for that title was Titties and Tubs. And uh, we agreed on that the night that we did the episode. And then the day that I went to edit and put it all together, I was like, I don't know if I can put that on YouTube because we always put our After Dark title on YouTube. And um, I also, it made me laugh because you put in brackets wives and friends no wives and friend and i was laughing at christina i'm like it's funny because it looks like the titties are the wives and the tub is chris our friend and christina's like well, yeah we talked about that and i was like oh really <laughs> i don't yeah. remember that but, but there was also the reference to the hot tubs yes there was yeah we had so uh, some a, questions from discord which was fun a double entendre yeah, nice job, Ty. So, um, I mean, how are you? How was your week? Let's see how this goes. Top of the moon, Justin. Never been better. I lost my voice. What? On sun, <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. And I'm like, this is perfect because, like, there's no better. way this is right. <laughs> there's no way this lasts until Friday. Yeah. Like, so I'm fine. This is fine. And it hasn't gotten better. <laughs> my cough. My cough has gotten a lot better. It's I really. I just heard progress. it. It sounded rough. Oh, it's way better. Okay, well that's good. Way better, yeah. But um, he sent me a recording on Wednesday of his voice saying something like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." I mean, what else? We don't have any other <laughs> right. option except canceling. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's been a great week of parenting because um, my kids are actually getting in more trouble. If they don't listen to my yeah. whisper the first time, it hurts way too much. Yeah. To You're about to myself. pass out from the pain so, and the breath. And <laughs> my daughter, no, but my son, he is getting sent to his bedroom so much because he's at that stage yeah. where he's like, he wants you to tell him two or three times. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, dad. I forgot mm -hmm. something that he does like a hundred times a day. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, go forget in your bedroom. When you're ready to stop forgetting, get out. <laughs> what did I do wrong? I'm like, I, I'm not going to tell you. You know exactly what happened. I don't I have the voice. I wish he was a little bit older to just be like, could you just speak up? <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, he's, he is that kind of prick. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> he, like, I tell my wife, like, if you ever wonder what Oliver's going through or why he's going through it, talk to me because he is exactly the way i was yeah, yeah exactly yeah. oh that's fun so, but yeah no everybody's good my kids are going to school it, they're healthy now good like we've had a very unhealthy house since the beginning of november mm -hmm. and now everyone i care about is healthy so that's great i'll probably have a voice next week mm -hmm. and then everybody will be healthy it'll Back be good. normal yeah but i actually drove my kids to school today yeah because it's like it says it's negative 15 but it's negative 30 degrees celsius with the wind chill yeah so 
sorry that sounded like I sneezed at the same time, but uh, it's negative crazy. 30. And I'm actually, because it's the wind chill, I'm more concerned about frostbite than a sure. normal negative 30 degrees with no wind. So mm -hmm. I dropped them off fashionably 10 minutes late. Yep. And I will get livid at the school if they send them outside for recess. Well, so yesterday, it's funny you say that. Yesterday, I was working from home in the morning and... I can hear kids at like 10 o'clock, 10, 15 outside. And I'm like, what the hell? So I went upstairs to look out through the window and I texted Christina. I was like, okay, I, I went outside and looked. And at that time it was minus 10 uh, outside without the wind chill. And I'm like, they, if they send them out at lunch, I'm just going to go pick them up. And so they didn't, they didn't send them out for lunch. They kept them in at lunch. And then I told my girls uh, last night. And then again, this morning, I'm like, if I hear you guys, if I hear kids outside there half an hour from now, at, like at recess, I will be coming to the school. You guys are just going to come home because it is right. even la even yesterday at recess. I was like, are you serious? Like, I get that it's colder in some places, but it's it's because of the wind chill that makes it so bad. Like if it was just that temperature, it's fine. Right. But with that wind chill, it is brutal. So yeah. I assume they'll keep them in today for both they better sessions but i told my girls already i'm like if i hear noise coming just a heads up i'm gonna be coming to the school and, and maya's like you're gonna take us from the playground i'm like i'll take you from wherever i have to but you're not going outside that's funny reese's and lunch today um for those listening we know that there's a lot of people that listen that that's their normal winter negative 20 negative 30 whatever where we live it's not normal no so how we normally dress for winter like a lot of us don't have gloves or anything that's actually good for that weather so it's more concerning for us when because it's like having a one set of gloves for like one day of the winter otherwise it would be way too hot on the normal winter days we have yeah and so our kids like that's why it's more concerning for us yeah and our, i mean and too because that's not a normal winter for us and our kids aren't used to it and kids are stupid they don't always wear the gloves or wear the scarves or wear the things that actually like protect yep. the body parts. And um, anyway, I assume given that they kept them in at lunch yesterday, they have to keep them in today because it's like twice as cold today as it was yesterday. So yeah, the weather here has been crazy. I, it's annoying as balls for me with our dog because our I can't take her into the backyard because the uh, stairs are so icy going down off the porch. And so I have to take her out the front, but she's like a priss with the cold ground. So, and my son's involved in some stuff at his school. So he's actually there all week. He's been there yesterday and then he's there today. And then he's there all weekend until 10 o'clock at night prepping wow. for, uh, for a thing they've got coming up. So I am the one that has to take care of this dumb dog. Sounds horrible. It's awful, Ty. It's awful. Well, anyway, I hope, I hope you're starting to feel better. I'm glad that the coughs seeming to be better. I mean, I kind of like this version of your voice. Thanks, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. The nice thing about whispering is I have so much more fun being sarcastic because people can't, I can't use my tone of voice sure. to tell people that I'm joking. Mm -hmm. So I'm having so much fun with my wife saying like slightly sexist comments yeah. or, you know, just but you're whispering that, it. So it's fine. Exactly. So it's actually sexy, but right. no, like stuff that is like she knows I'd be joking, but I'm pushing the boundaries, but she can't tell. So I whisper something. She stares at me for a few seconds, and I do my best to keep a straight face. It's so great. It's she's so great. probably loving the fact that you've lost your voice. It's like finally oh. quieting Tyler a little. 
It is. <laughs> Especially because it's really hard to talk. Like it, it, well, it yeah. is. It's very straining. Yeah. And like it, it induces a lot of coughing. Sure. Which I'm trying to obviously avoid. Yeah. The only reason I have this, I think my wife thinks it's laryngitis. I just think it's just I coughed so bad so much that my throat's too swollen and my muscles are sore. Hmm. Well, that sucks. Hopefully it gets better. Yeah, yeah. It's hey, it's fine. It's good. It's all it is. No fevers, no nothing. Good. And at least the kids are good, so that's that's nice. Agreed. How about you, man? How you doing? Mm, good. It's been been a good week. It's been uh, work starting to get busy again, which is nice. And but uh, yeah, this week was like it was just meetings, meetings and work. We have some stuff going on at work, but nothing, nothing like the past. It's been pretty chill. Been keeping good. up with my workout every every Wednesday night, which is awful. Going to Wait, the gym what? with our my trainer. I'm working with a You're kinesiologist. Going to the gym. Wednesday oh, nights. The kinesiologist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is Sorry, a gym. I was, I was about to panic. No, I'm not like going to. Like you are doing it for fun or to get healthy. Heck no. No, good. I'm doing it okay, just for good. my core and my good. back. That's it. When she, when I met with her at the end of December, she was like, so what are your goals going into next year with regards to coming here? And I'm like, I have no inclinations or thoughts in my head of like, I want to be super healthy and ripped and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I just don't want to break in half when I go to pick up a piece of paper. Like just core and back yeah. that's it so yeah it's been good been uh yeah you know what the week's been fine it's been i played a lot of poe and then worked and that's pretty much it we finished a couple shows uh we're on fargo season four now oh cool how is it fargo is one of my favorite movies i have ever seen in I my never life i saw the movie but <gasps> i do love Justin, the tv show i oh it's so good really it always looks stupid you will get half of my quotes oh really Oh my goodness, Justin, it is mm. such a good movie. Uh, the TV show's been great, and it's very good. twisted and fun to watch. Uh, we also, we like the, um, like, Downton Abbey, like we used to watch Downton Abbey when it was uh, uh, out, and so now we were watching one called The Gilded Age, which is very similar. It's actually, it was good. We just finished the second season. Third season doesn't come out till 2025, so. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, it's really just been chilling. I, I told you last week, but I didn't mention in the episode, but at the beginning of January, I told my kids for January, we were not going to be eating out and we weren't going to go to restaurants or whatever. And it was hilarious because uh, my youngest, you would have thought that you had asked her to like just murder a dog or something like she was just beside. She's like, no pizza, no blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, I was just I was saying I was saying to you last week when I talked to you about it that I had mentioned to Christina, like, it's such a waste of money. Let's just see how a. Uh, how a month of it goes and it's been i mean it's it's fine my kids are fine but it's so funny how dramatic they were about the idea of us not eating out for one single one single month but well uh, good for you that's all those are always fun experiments as a family to try out yeah uh, how are you like you i don't know if you know how often you do or don't get stuff from like doordash or whatever do you are you finding it easy for yourself when you're working late? Uh, I've gotten out? better at getting back to doing all my my um, smoothies and shakes for my lunch because I was there was a period of time where I was just even even in the past couple of weeks where I'm in a hurry and I'll be like, oh, I'll just hit the button on skip and get something sent to the house. But I haven't been doing that this week. I've been trying to stick to the thing with them with, uh, with the rest of them. So, yeah, it's been it's been an uh, an interesting week. But you know what? The food we always have food in the house, and the food in the house is so much better than the food we bring in. 
you know, like from ordering in or going out. So yeah, it's been, it's been a good week. It's been a lot of POE and, uh, that's it, man. That's, that's been my week. Pretty simple. I'm glad you need some simple weeks you've had. Yeah. It's been what, really hectic. Nine months of, yeah, it's been very busy. So yeah, no, it's been good. So let's get into this week in POE. Um, are you wanting to take this one on or do you want me to go through? Shut up, Justin. Oh, wait, I have unsaved changes. Hang on. Unsaved Hang changes on. to what? I have saved changes. Go ahead, Justin. Take it away. <laughs> so this week in POE, uh, what do we got? Uh, let's go Tyler mode. We got uh, talent competition. Hate everybody. They're awesome. But great job, everybody. You're Bunch doing of, great. Yeah, I look through them. They're actually pretty sweet. Some stuff people made. Uh, concept art. Oh, Tyler would say, I love when they do this stuff. It just looks so great. This is for, what is this for? Kyrix Vault Path. Mystery Box and Kyrix Vault Pass. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't bought anything this league. I haven't bought any packs. That's interesting. Why? It is, given normally, how much I play it. Um, well, you normally make a point to support them every league. I do. What do and you I, think the reason is this time? I, I don't know if I can put a finger on it. I, I think one of the things is... This league, I felt like the one thing I, especially the way I'm playing this league, one of the things I'd really like, I'm not willing to pay for, which is the, um, I'd love to see that, that mob counter of how many mobs you killed in a map, but that's the map device for the most expensive pack. And I just, American to Canadian is awful. And it's really hard for me to get behind spending 480 American dollars, which is probably close to 580 ish Canadian. Let's find out 480. Oh, whoops. I said Canadian to U.S. Yeah, I, I, my guess is probably add about a hundred bucks to that. Six hundred and forty dollars for four eighty. It's an extra hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, like it's just, uh, and I, I have no problem paying that and supporting them and and whatever. But I, but it's you could buy your kids an Xbox. Yeah, it's, and the thing is too, like a lot of the transactions that it comes with, the microtransactions, like the ability to change your skins, I get lost now in my microtransaction when I go to look at putting whatever MTX on I want there's just there's so many of them that it's hard yeah. for me to actually uh, I still would love a random I would love a random Amen to that oh you know how awesome and hilarious yeah it'd be uh, the best those uh, like you look around like when what it's not they're not hideouts town centers mm -hmm. town centers would be the best right if there was a random button yep like ggg's probably saying like no it's gonna actually reduce our sales i think it's Never. the opposite no 100 i was watching a video i love watching new people to path of exile videos and i was watching a video of somebody their first time and they thought that MTX were just the natural armors that would show up eventually. You know what no. I mean? And so they saw the one where there was like, the person said was just a book and a floating eye above yeah, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, wonder what kind of class that is. So that's, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, right? But well, Path of Exile 2, I know you don't care about PoE 2, but Jonathan said Path of Exile 2 is going to have um, an MTX, like a fashion souls, where you can check out what your MTX looks like beforehand. Yeah, but that's just before buying. That's right. not. But I think that would hopefully also entail the entire MTX UI, hopefully how it's organized. So maybe there's hope for you in the future that your 10,000 MTX that will carry over will 
I would bet that they could do a very quick check within their own systems to know that what we're suggesting is a good idea in that just if they looked alone at what have people chosen as their choice for their portal. And I would bet you 95% of people have the option that just randomizes the portal each time they open it, which should give you a very clear indication that people prefer the random. It makes it way easier. It gives you a chance to see your different stuff. Like the ability for me to just open up the MTX window and hit one button, maybe each day I'm playing, just to randomize my look, that I would feel better about buying a pack. Because you have to think too, if you buy the $480 pack, you're getting all four packs. I, there's so many MTX in there. There's so many different things that you can't use at the same time. So yeah, I, I heard somebody actually made a great, I would love this. I don't see them ever doing it, but I think it was on Discord. I don't remember where somebody said it, but somebody said it would be awesome if you could, um, if your hideout was randomized. Like if you had the option to just randomize, like have a bunch of your hideouts that you've built and then you're, maybe you're not always going to the same one or so. I don't know. It just, there's so many things you're paying for that you never get to see. And it would be fun for them to come up with something clever that allows you to actually feel like if I buy a $480 pack and I get four sets of armor, four sets of all these different things that I'm not wasting all of those other tiers. So that, that uh, yeah, I, I do really like their packs this year, but I'm like, I, I may still buy them. I am really enjoying this league. Um, so it has nothing to do with like whether or not I want to support them or not. I definitely do. but. I just, yeah, that, I think that was my biggest issue is that with what I wanted to me was not worth the price. Sure, for sure. That, I really like that option. And I think it would be really cool to apply it per slot, just like sure. portal slot. So mm -hmm. you can pick the portal that you want, or you can randomize it. Mm -hmm. I could pick the headpiece that I want, or I could randomize the headpiece. And I think it would be awesome if that happened on character login. Because there's a lot of people with PoE one that use character login as instead of using portal scrolls or waypoints. So it'd be funny, like as they're leveling or going through, uh, oh, escape to login screen, back in, escape to login screen. Their character just keeps changing throughout their broadcast. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The MTX is always totally different. I, maybe as an option, it. if you wanted to turn that on, but I still would just love one single random button in the MTX that just randomizes everything. And then let me cycle through it a couple times until I'm like, yeah, that looks goofy. I'm, I'm good with that. Because for me, it just, I, I know a lot of people spend a lot of time in there. I just don't want to. I don't want to go through. And also, I mean, to the credit, I guess we'll see. But this is why I don't like talking about PoE too. But maybe they are going to do something that's better. But the fact is, if I look at, if I look at chess pieces right now, it's not really telling me much as to how it's going to look. So I got to select every single one to go through right. them again. So anyway. Uh, what else we got? Weekend weapons and shield sales. So there's sales going on until January 15th. So get your stuff. We had two hot fixes. One was just a hot fix two, which was a fix a client crash during heist. And then D, the D patch. Well, the zero D patch, which was uh, uh, the biggest thing actually there that they changed with this was just adding the affliction wisps to carry over when you get out of the maps, which we've been talking about for a while now. So I'm glad that they they did do that and there were isn't some other it amazing bugs. isn't it amazing that users like information uh yeah we're like i it's part of what I'm, i want to chat about today with regards to affliction and stuff but um yeah there were some other fixes i know they made some controller stuff i have no idea if it's been effective if it's actually useful in controller mode can you read that one the toggle yeah so 
So in controller input mode, you can now toggle the Wisp UI description with right stick plus left D-pad, and then they fixed a bug in controller input mode with scrolling could break in the gem and flask stash tabs. Right. So controller support now has the ability, think about this, controller support now has the ability to actually know what the wisps do. Oh, that's what it's doing. Okay. So showing up the actual data information right. for the wisp. Okay. Missing on launch for controller support. Well, there's a number of things that I'm going to bring up that I think they're missing on launch with regards to affliction, right. but that is good that that's there. It is. It's just, it's one of those things where I have a tough time. Like, I'm thankful that it's done, but you have to be extra careful with your launches on your Christmas launch. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a month and a half later now, right? Like some things just when you care about quality or when you don't care about quality, it shows in what's prioritized or how you plan ahead. Yeah, but I right. mean, you talk about you have the ability to see that. Keep in mind, too, that nobody had the ability to see all that information right. at launch. Like, it is, yeah, there's some choices that they made with how this one came out that yeah. confused me a little bit, but. And thank you to everyone who thought of me, because um, I've been complaining about the flask, these gem and flask tabs, when you'd scroll and you couldn't see the top line. Oh, right, we were talking about that. Right, that's been broken before this leak. That was broken all last league as well. And that's fixed now. Good. Yeah. Well, that's good. I, I mean, it's nice that they're picking, they're, they are cleaning up some stuff. Yes. I, yeah. Thank I'm, you for fixing that. Whoever it was, thank you for fixing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, there were two um, POE2 talks. So they were on, what is this? Jonathan and Mark Tavern Talk VOD. So you can watch that. I don't really know. What is that? Mark Podcast with Mark and Jonathan featuring, and then I can't read the rest of it. Uh, it was, that was the one with Gazzy. And dark microtransactions, the Diablo 4 guy who's converting to Path of Exile. Okay, cool. And then there was another one that says Ziggy D, Rays, and Nugian interview Jonathan and Rory. So there was another one. I don't know if that's already happened or... They've both already happened, yes. Okay, cool. So you can you can watch those on, I'm assuming, somebody's YouTube. It's probably on, probably on the YouTube somewhere. I think you and I are going to be on the same page on this one. But I'm really trying to figure out why... They're doing so many interviews now. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I've said this before, though. I it's I, we actually it actually came up a little bit in After Dark, and then I've seen people talking in Discord and people talking in Global Twenty One Twenty One, which is where we hang out in game. I, it just I get more. I get a bit, I actually get more annoyed when I hear about Poe Two related stuff right now because it's it's crazy to me that there are so many interviews and conversations happening that are maybe's. We'll see. Right. So like, many why? of it is hypothetical, it. right? It's yeah. all hypothetical right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure why they're building up the hype. Like I said, do this two, three, four weeks before beta releases. This is the, this is a, such an odd time to me to be building up hype for PoE2. Maybe they did it to themselves by putting the Affliction launch so focused on PoE2 at the beginning like maybe they're feeling like they're under the gun for answering questions because they did so much PoE2 related stuff I I just I still struggle to understand the why of of what they're doing and I am it's I'm not trying to take away from the excitement of eventually playing PoE2 I I I am very excited to play PoE2 but we're playing PoE1 and PoE2 just seems to just come up with more and more questions. And to be completely honest, and I'm not trying to be an asshole about it. Sorry, Sophia, if you hear me, apparently they were listening to my episode and she heard me swear. 
uh, I don't believe them. And it's not necessarily that I don't believe them. It's just that I know they can change their minds. There's, there's things that are, they will change. They are going to change. So uh, getting an answer right now, doesn't really mean a whole lot because, and they should change, like make it however it's supposed to be, make it so that it works, make it good. But then why do talks this, I just don't, I don't know, man, I, I don't get it. It's weird from the company standpoint when they know they have so much hypothetical still, there's very little still set in stone for them to proactively go out. Like if they're being asked for interviews, I get it, but this is them intentionally going out and being like, Hey, POV2, 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 POV2. And it's not even like it's once a month. Like there was a lot at once, right? We have like, I have like six hours of interviews to go through in two weeks. No, don't do it. What's the goal? Like what? I wonder what their goal is with it. The only thing I can think of, I think I said this last week, but the only thing I can think of is they're looking for user feedback to help them make decisions. Not, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think this is their way of throwing out some ideas, but getting some feedback, not just from the interviewers, but then hearing how Reddit or whoever else talk about it afterwards. And they're scouring, like, because to me, for Jonathan to intentionally spend a lot of time on the Path of Exile to Reddit is obviously intentional. He's spending his development time on Reddit. Why would that be? I, I think they're looking for a way to funnel some of the decisions or ideas they have and help them be like, okay, you know what? We can't decide between this, this, and this. Let's throw out some comments. Let's see what questions get asked and see if that helps us funnel some of our ideas. That's the only thing I can think of. And it's I- not a criticism. It's just a method. Yeah, I mean, I'm maybe that could be true. Uh, my criticism to that would be don't do that. Do what you want, make the game the way you want, and use the beta for your feedback. Um, but I think the idea of them saying, "Hey, I don't, I don't know how I haven't listened to any of the interviews, so it's not really fair for me to comment." But to say like, "Hey, we're thinking of doing this, or we're thinking of doing this, or maybe we could do it this way," uh, I feel like you could go back in history through the Poe One history and realize that the that the the feedback sometimes you may get back is not always useful uh i don't know again i haven't read any comments i have not read anything about the poe2 or any of these interviews so maybe they have been uh good maybe they've been getting great feedback from them but i do find sometimes in general the poe (laughs) POE, tyler just like i did what happened there um well i'm older now so now i'm doing (laughs) the things you (laughs) it's one of those backwards burps that my dad used to always do and i always used to roll my eyes when he did them because he did them so loud yeah uh anyway all i all i was just trying to say is that sometimes the feedback you get isn't always useful so maybe that i I don't i don't know what their reason for it is and you know more power to them do whatever you want to do and i'm sure it's great for the people who are interviewing them because i'm sure that that gets them a lot of attention, which is oh, also great. Yes, definitely no criticism to them at all. No. Like get get those views, get those questions. Yeah, do what you gotta and do. I love that they kind of work together in the way where they're definitely watching other people's interviews. Oh, so, so they're, they're not asking, not the, same asking the same questions. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, well, I like that because that's then important. just well, it is, but it's also I like that it's just other content creators knowing and being aware of other content creators like even if it's not because they want to work together it's
element of community because now more big content creators are aware of other content creators and in the long run that creates a nice community as well hmm. well that's good anyway there's so there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of content you can consume if you want regarding poe2 uh, I know Tyler has a lot of PoE2 stuff to talk about, which will probably eventually come up. But for me, I just, I don't want to. It's so many questions. It's so many maybes. I've seen some clips that Tyler sent me or other people posted in Discord. And I've watched them, but I just find myself afterwards going like, <laughs> I was absolutely meaningless. And I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. It's just, I, I'm confused a little bit. I, I'll be excited for PoE2 when we have a set beta date. Because even now, I feel like even that's up in the air. What I thought was going to be the case as of XLCon 2, I still am not totally right. sure. I feel like things are going to shift again. And for me, it's just easier to not get, not think about, not get excited for it. So I'm curious, like, they have their, like, you have to make the engine, right? They've had to make choices. They've had to do things like the core of the game is set when it comes to drop rates and what ascendancies do what that's just numbers right that's coding you're not changing the engine for that you know what i mean so like the core of the game is done but it's crazy to me because at exalcon 2 the beta was a year away and we're like holy crap the beta better be perfect like that's a long time and yes i know the core game is done but it still seems like they have a lot to do before beta. I don't remember where I saw it or if you told me or if somebody told me, but there was talk about like, so when we met with Jonathan in Seattle and we asked him about the beta, he had told me that the plan was the beta was the full release. They wanted the full release of beta so they could fully test it. But then I thought I read or was told or something that there's possibly not all classes may not even be all ready for. Yes. So, so that I and. About 60 maps, but they do want all the pinnacle bosses there. Yeah, the maps does whatever. The maps is fine. Pinnacle bosses, that's great. But how do you beta test without having all of the ascendancies ready to be tested? And then is there a single beta test? Or are we actually talking like a three to six month or even longer beta? Like I, I, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I, whatever. I don't want to keep going on it because I feel like I've just beat a dead horse. But like a beta to me is not. A beta to me is not, I don't want to play a beta for a year. I don't want to play a beta for even six months. I want to pay a beta for like a month before it's going to come out because PoE 1 is going to exist at the same time. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how, how that all rolls out for them. Um, okay, so did you play this week? Yeah. Um, first, though, I want to, um, just because I don't know how long my voice will last, I want to thank Freaky Doctor for teaching me some of the ins and outs on the trade site. Um, I forget if it was After Dark or the last main episode, but I was talking about being on trade site. I think it was the BK episode. Okay. And I was, we were talking about trading, and I'm like, I, what? Everybody's only, like, I only want to trade for chaos, but everything's only showing trading for awakened sextants because that's how this juicing league is going. Everybody just wants their sextants now, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I couldn't remember or figure out how to get it so that it showed in the currency that I wanted. So Freaky took the time, maybe 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> Tyler, just quickly die. Sorry, Justin, the more I talk, the, the more well, it makes me Freaky cough. told you how to what? Just 
showed me the ins and outs of stuff I knew, stuff I didn't know, but just made sure covered all the bases on the trade site. And it's pretty cool because there's some new stuff in there that I didn't know. So okay. I, yeah, so uh, that was really nice. So thank you, Freaky. Tell me about your week if you can. Um, I love the Reaper. I miss the zombie slam. I'm going to keep both builds, my Reaper build and my zombie build. But this is the last league that the Reaper is going to be an elementalist. Yeah. It's going to be Necro. Going to stick with it? I remember we talked about that, I think, last week in the main oh, episode. You were oh, talking about the difference. Well, just the differences between the two. Gotcha. And your thought process and the... And honestly, the, the combination of the bone armor skill and having, uh, off the, having bone offering being able to apply to me as well. Mm -hmm. It's just so honestly in comparison to any other option I have with the tree that I like. It's really like it's overpowered in a way like I like it and I don't actually think it's overpowered but it's so much stronger defensively than any other option it's good in in terms of not like the way I like to play with not needing items and that kind of thing so I'll be pure necro outside of righteous fire which now is making me think like how can I make a righteous fire necro work it's gonna happen Justin it's gonna happen uh-huh that's good. Anyway, did you play I, much I, this week? I did. I tried to. Um, my body is really still very tired from fighting. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So I've done, like, I do two maps and then fall asleep, right? Like, mm -hmm. I die three times in my last map and be like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to quit instead mm -hmm. of lose the rest of the XP. Sure. So um, I caught up on some movies, but um, nice. yeah, good theory crafting. Like, I'm enjoying still reminding myself what I like about the elementalist, what bores me about the necromancer, but still like trying to use common sense when it's fun per hour and trying to keep the Reaper as few buttons as possible. So I still like common sense makes me forget what gameplay is like, right? The less time I spend in gameplay, the more buttons I accidentally add to my game, to my, mm -hmm. to my theory crafting. The more time I spend in gameplay, the more my theory crafting changes because I'm getting rid of buttons. So it's a fun thing to go back and forth and hone the two. So this was the like a good amalgamation between both. That's good. I should have mentioned at the beginning that this was the ASMR episode of Forever. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just Tyler's side. <laughs> oh, that's good. I are you done? Yeah, go ahead, man. You take a take a drink or something. Uh, so I played a lot this week after our, after our after dark episode, I got, yeah. I don't think I've spoken this much all week <laughs> when Turn I, it all out. my jaw is actually sore. Just <laughs> taking that drink. Continue. That's awesome. Uh, I played a lot. So after we finished our after dark episode, oh, that's cute. After I finished the, uh, after dark episode, I got my pathfinder. I think that was after the thing that I got him to a hundred. So I got the pathfinder to a hundred. on your own hand hand leveled it to 100 good for yep. you justin uh frustrating to die when you're going 99 to 100 i think i died four or five times during 99 to 100 and that is wow. a little bit painful but it is not nearly as painful as in past leagues like it was like oh that sucks that's three maps two or three maps i was i think i was getting probably around four to five percent per per map i was only doing tier 11s that's lots of magic find. yeah it's crazy so 
built up a bunch of currency. And then I was like, well, what am I going to do now? I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then uh, somebody had mentioned in Discord, I thought it was Stallone, but it was actually uh, Sid had mentioned some friend that was playing a fulcrum build. And I'm like, what's a fulcrum build? So I started to do some looking online and trying to figure out what this was. And the fulcrum build was based is based around this particular item that drops in um, heist. It's one of the end 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 items in heist to okay. staff. And so I started looking into it and I was like, uh, the the build is uh, behind actually playing as a chieftain. And the whole idea with the fulcrum is that uh, elemental damage, sorry, uh, elemental ailments you inflict are reflected to you. Okay. And then they basically scale that to then explode with the chieftain and other explosion things. And they were using this build to farm to do tier 16 with full juice. And that's what I wanted to do because I couldn't do. I couldn't get like with the affliction mechanic, I could not go up into the reds. Like even 14s were Was it because you couldn't didn't have the damage or you didn't have the survivability? Survivability. I definitely had the damage, but they I mean you could literally a monster So one of the most frustrating things about Path of Exile, but you're just dead. And and it's not like the, I would love like even if they gave me a freeze frame of when I died of like what debuffs did I have on me or something because the problem is those all disappear when you die so you can't even mouse over to find out like what the hell is that icon I don't even know what that thing is so uh so anyway I was like well I'll, I'll give this a shot I, I'm still enjoying the league I do want to try doing some t16s so I leveled up a marauder and went chieftain and I what had did, a lot of what did you do to level your marauder oh never mind. you had to level no, that's stuff I did. I had a lot of leveling stuff. So I used uh, somebody I'd seen somebody talk about this. Um, it wasn't actually the best, but it was uh, a uh, kinetic bolt of something. It was some new kinetic bolt. Um, and so I used that for leveling it up, which it actually worked super fast. It was really quick until I hit like middle of tier middle of act nine. And then I just kind of hit a wall. It sucked. But I had a lot of the gear ready for my character. So I had Josh come and just help me finish off um, Katava and just, you know, get through the axe. So that I could actually start with my build. And so I got the build put together, slowly built it up. I had quite a bit of currency, so it made it easier. And then I already had some items that I was going to use on my guy. I had like the, um, what's the defiance neck piece. And I had a progenesis that people weren't using, but I was like, well, I'm going to use that. Uh, just because it makes it easier. And then I picked up some of the items that I needed, started getting the build together, started working my way up towards the, the red tier maps. And it was a lot of fun. You basically just, you don't click anything. You click nothing. You basically just move. And because you're using um, the blood notch setup, which is where you get, so the idea is your stun. You basically are setting it up so that your stun threshold recovery is very high. There's a, a gem that gives you increased stun and block recovery. It goes up to a thousand percent increased stun and block recovery. So you get something that's very, very high. I think mine's like 980 something. And then you combine that with the... Why can't I think of the word? Hold on. Uh, sorry, so you combine that one. That one's called the Immutable Force. You combine that with the Blood Notch. Blood Notch says you take a percentage, uh, percentage of damage taken from stunning hits is recovered as life. And then you swap your stun threshold to be based off of uh, Energy Shield. And then you have very low energy shield, so you're constantly being stunned. But because the stun recovery is so high, you don't actually feel it in game, and you're constantly just recovering life. So, so but what's your damage? So, but what happens is then that allows me to then run cast when stunned. 
So I'm using cast when stunned to run desecrate, cast when stunned to um, uh, detonate corpses, and then that is triggering the ignite, which is igniting me, and then I'm igniting people around me because of uh, fan the flames, which is ignites you and flick spread to enemies within a, a radi radius of 1.5 meters. So Say I'm constantly. What's the item that's turning stun to go to energy shield? Uh, well, that's just a mastery, a shield mastery. So there's a shield okay. mastery that says th stun threshold is based on 60% of your energy shield instead shield, of light. Shield or energy shield? Energy shield. Okay. Like, sorry, shield or energy shield mastery? It's an energy shield mastery. Okay. And then you're, de you're, being, you're dependent on your energy shield always being really low, right? Yeah. I mean, as long as you have a, I mean... I've heard some people doing it with higher. I have 110 sure. energy shield, and really I have my energy shields almost always gone because I'm ignited as but well. But you're not doing damage to yourself to keep that low, right? No, I mean, I'm ignited, so... Okay. Right, I'm always ignited. Perfect. And how are you igniting yourself again? Detonate and dead, and because of the fulcrum, uh, which is the item, elemental ailments you inflict okay. are reflected back to you. Okay, and then... So then you're triggering... I'll cast when stunned, cast when stunned. Okay, go on. Yeah, so I cast when stunned, desecrate, and detonate dead, among other things. But then I also am chieftain, so chieftain gets the 5% chance to explode enemies. I'm combining that with charms that also give me an additional 1%. And then I'm massively stacking fire res, because the chieftain's actually pretty nuts when it comes to fire res and actually making up all of your other resistances yeah. as well based off the fire res. Um, and so then that's it. You literally just walk through a map and things just blow up. There's explosions everywhere. And how does it do for bossing? Awful. It, a single target is awful. Okay. It just really is bad there. I have, I was talking with Josh about it. You could technically go the warlock, like that purple mastery, that new purple ascendancy, because there's one that makes it so bosses or rares or something spawn yes. um, minions. You would have to have something like that, or you could use like maybe um like a Val Breach, something that gives you more minions. You'd have to have something that gives you additional minions, because yeah, it's not a bosser at all. Enemies, by minions you mean enemies, like stuff that you kill, just something kill that you. I can kill. Yeah, yeah. just uh, yeah. And so Val Breach would spawn a breach, so you can get a bunch of enemies around. Because yeah, even even there's sometimes where there's like a super super tanky rare in a T16 map, and unless I can pull it to like a beyond spawn or to a strong box or to a uh, whatever it, i'm not going to kill it because it, i'm not it, unless i get some explosions to pop it's just not gonna die so i just move on from it i don't waste my time so i started playing that and had so much fun and then what i what i've really had fun with this league is taking people's ideas and then just figuring out something else i want to do with it how do i maybe i want to try and use it a different way or whatever and that i don't know why but i've actually had a lot of fun this league just really not having to think of the original idea, but then taking that idea and sort of twisting it around to how do I want to do it and what could I do differently? So it's been fun, man. That I leveled that guy to 100. Really? Hand leveled in T16 maps was insane. When I, when I combined, what I actually started doing, so I, I talked about this in the past, I hate sextants. I don't like buying sextants. It's awful. It's not a fun experience. So what I started doing instead was Every eight maps, it seemed, it seemed to work for me. Every eight maps, I would take five points out because I'm doing Wandering Path with Abyss, with um, Beyond. Um, what Abyss else am I doing? Beyond. Abyss, Beyond, and Strong Boxes because then, go ahead. How do you like Beyond? Well, I like Beyond when I can force it and I like Beyond when I can make it so that there's no bosses that spawn. 
right? Because there's the big notable on the far left that makes it so that the radius is closer, but there's you, you can't spawn a behind boss. You like the boss? I can't kill them. It will take me forever. It's a waste of my time right, to sit there and try target, to kill one. Right, single right. target, right. So I I might be able to if they spawn with a bunch of people, but the fact is uh, their drops are just not good enough for me to waste time fighting them when you compare them to the rest of the map and what you're going to get. So I've been playing with um, Abyss, Beyond, and Strong Boxes actually because I wanted to try out the two sections where you get enraged Strong Boxes and additional Strong Boxes and they're always rare. And then with Wandering Path, obviously everything's multiplied because of all the small nodes all over the place, right? So, but I didn't want to buy sextons. So what I started doing was every, it seemed about eight maps, I would just pull out five points, take Wandering Path out and four other points, and then spec into the sextant tree, uh, the little sextant node up at the top right of the tree, which just says that your sextants have four uses. And then I would take all of my awakened sextants, and I would just start rolling my own sextants i would put three you know i put all four void stones in put three of the shitty common ones that you know like more cold damage or lightning or fire or whatever and then i would just roll the fourth one and i would just do it until i got abysses strong boxes and beyond and i always maintained them i was able to easily maintain my own sextants and then as soon as i went through usually i had around 260 to 300 awakened sextants i'd create my own big stockpile that i had in a, a, a tab respect those five points out put them back into my tree and then i'd have the next probably 12 to 20 maps that i could go and run and then i would just cycle through that and i liked it because it meant i was in charge of it i didn't have to go online i didn't have to go to the trade site try and figure stuff out and i could sort of switch things up as i wanted but with beyond and abyss there's so much bonus xp on the atlas passive tree for beyond and abyss monsters that i from 99 to 100 my average was probably around 11, 10 or 11%. Like there were maps wow. where I was hitting 15, 16% of a level. There were some obviously that were like three. If That's you get crazy. a bad combo or bad thing that rolls, it was awful. But yeah, it was, it was, and I, and you very, very rarely died. Like once the, once I had the build properly set up, it was really nice to get to a hundred too, because one, you don't care about dying, but two, it gave me the final setup for, uh, for being able to get my, resist the way I wanted specifically with chaos and um and I wanted something too that I could run every single blue altar because I'm playing with the blue altars for all the increased quantity rarity because I want to switch my guy to being a little bit more magic finding because I want a freaking mirror I figure like if I'm going to get a mirror this has to be the league to do it now magic find in this game just to remind myself it's only rarity there's very quantity few rarity. well there's very few ways to actually increase your quantity right right Rarity so is ra people, higher. People do rarity and then they just hope for that one monster that does the conversion to quantity that they never know which one it is, right? Well, people try to push quantity. Quantity is worth way more of than course, rarity. But it's yeah. it's rare, but people also include rarity in hopes for that um rarity to quantity converter. Yeah, monster, to get the conversion. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is why purple's a big deal when you're doing affliction because that's going to increase the rarity. And then what you're really hoping for is that one of the one of those, you know, magic monsters just happens or rare monsters just happens to get you get lucky with the conversion and it turns into a billion scarabs or you know a billion divines, which I've had a couple times, which is a lot of fun. But um, yeah, no, the character was it's been fun. I've been playing it. I did. So here's a couple things. Um, affliction itself, I actually really like Affliction now. I did not like Affliction early on. I think Affliction is terrible for the campaign. I think Affliction is terrible for the Atlas progression. And 
I think it's still not tuned properly in the fact that it is so it's so weird to have a mechanic where the biggest benefit if you just want to make currency is go do T7s. Like that seems so backwards like to to have this I, they definitely wanted this juicing mechanic. It was a really cool idea, but I don't think they figured a good balance to make it so that there was a benefit to doing them in the higher tier. But it also Okay, so I, one of the things I've complained about, I still comp I still think it's stupid. There's no leave the Wildwood. I don't understand why they still haven't introduced some button to end the Wildwood and let me get out. Like the whole idea was this, I, this is your ability to juice up the map. You can choose how difficult you want to make the map, but you can't. Because if, if, you, if you go like, okay, I think this is probably enough, I should get out. You, th you think about Crucible, hold down the button until it charges. Or some of these other leagues where you could dictate how much juice or how much trouble were you going to get yourself into. They haven't done that with the Wildwood. You're forced to stay in there. And you. I, I find that so odd that they haven't created a way out. I also think I, I have done a lot of maps now. And if you do a map with 1,000, let's say 1,000 of each color, you get a map, a Wildwood that has 1,000 of each color. I would take that any day over a single map with 6,000 purple or 6,000 blue. That combination of three close to each other, not super low, not super high, is insane. Like, I can't even tell you how much more loot you get when they seem to be the same. And I don't understand, like, yes, they tell you when you mouse over what they do, but there's no, there's no understanding of, like, how hard are you making this? Like, is there a different, let's say you took, if you had 500 blue and 100 of the other two, Right. So if I get 500 blue, I get 100 of the. Obviously, that would be a terrible map to run. It's not going to be very good. You're not going to feel great about the drops. But is there a difference if I if that ratio is multiplied by 10 and now I've got 5,000, 1,000? Did I actually make the map harder? Did I affect more mobs? Like there's nothing. It might tell me that they get crit or crit multi or ad additional projectiles, but it doesn't actually give you any real information. I have no idea if 6,000 blue is harder than 600 blue. I just know I'm going to get more stuff, but I, I actually don't know if I've made more mobs juiced or if I've made the juiced mobs harder. I can't, I don't understand how the affliction mechanic is actually working within, within the map. I just, all I know is try to get three numbers similar. That's it. Because if I do that, I'm going to get tons and tons of loot. That's just how it's been working. So uh, I know there's been a lot of talk. We've talked about it in our discord. People have talked about it. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Um, one of the things that I, I was thinking about it this week, so I'm doing T16s, I'm doing Jungle Valley because I can do the altars. I know that the boss doesn't, I, I won't get the boss modifiers on the Atlas because, or sorry, on the altars because the boss technically hasn't spawned in Jungle Valley yet. So you only get the ones that affect the mobs. That's, and that's a good boss for that build because of all the enemies that keep showing up. I never even fight the boss. I leave as soon as I'm done with the map because there's no benefit to me killing the boss. Unfortunately, I wish that there was. I don't think they've done a good enough job with making bosses worthwhile to fight unless you're specced into something with Maven or whatever, but or 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 um, drops based on the boss. Right. But um, I was thinking about this week. So I'm doing content that's very hard. Josh and I have been doing mapping together and for quite a while he was struggling to stay alive because of how hard it is. We ha I had um, last night I was doing some maps with Josh and Thalon actually came and joined us and his new character was not able to do it he came in with his original character and was able to live but like that's just the nature of it they're very very juiced they're not made for every build and they're rewarding 
That reminds me of past leagues where you could do these really high delirium maps and people were farming crimson temples. And I knew I was never going to do it because that content wasn't for me. It was way too hard. I was going to die. I feel like they've kind of done that with this, except that they've tied in the actual league mechanic to it, which is so it doesn't make any sense to me because you would think they would want everyone to enjoy the league mechanic that they've created, but they've made the league mechanic so hard in the higher tiers and the only way that i could on my original character do the leak mechanic in a t16 map was just make sure i didn't no no sextants no scarabs like just basic but then the rewards just didn't feel as great when i was doing them and the whole reason you're doing the league mechanic is the rewards that's it there's nothing you actually don't get anything out of the league except the rewards from inside the map you know what I mean? Like we've had other leagues where there's some purpose to doing something else. This is how juicy can you make the map and then go kill the stuff to get the juicy stuff that you just put into it. But when you make it so hard as you get into the higher tiers, yeah, I feel like they miss some balance mark in there because it's way too rewarding to just go do the T7s and 11s. It's only strategic after you've completed the Atlas. But 100%. if you're going for Atlas completion, you're actually avoiding the league mechanic. Yep. Till yeah. it's done and so i like the idea that if you're a new player you're not going to get out of white maps with the league mechanic like that's just how it goes i mm-hmm. like that but for there to be that it, again there's that middle ground where they're thinking about what it's going to be like at the end not the progress long way you, you want to be able to actually progress your game with the new content so I, yeah, I agree with that middle step there. Yeah, I feel like there's just something missing on the balance. I do say, like, for me, the content has been so much fun. Good. I've had so much fun playing this league. I love the idea of juicing the map. But I will say, if you if your build can't take it, like Josh was ready to quit. He was really frustrated because he could not live in higher tier maps. And it's not the normal mindset of a Path of Exile player to be like, I'll just sit in the middle. You know, I, I'm not going to do the T16s, the T15s that like we've literally been trained to do the T16s. You need the item level 83 items. That's where you're going to get the best drops. Uh, why would I bother when I can go do a T7, collect loot and then go buy the item? Like there's it, it's just they've kind of shifted things around that way. I think one of the things I was thinking about this week, though, with regards to affliction and why I like it is it's um, it's casino ish to me. It's very gambling ish. It's very dopamine hit listening for the tink that noise of something dropping what's this map going to be like how how juiced can i get it and what can i do to get more stuff on my screen that is worth picking up like there's i think there is really that for me this league i feel like that's what's keeping me playing is this addiction to the hit of like oh that item dropped or whatever wouldn't that be a fun survey i wouldn't that be great i wish gg did surveys every single league wouldn't that be awesome but mm-hmm. if they did a survey, I'm curious how many people that do spend lots of money in their mystery boxes, I'm curious how many of those people are the ones that are still playing the league and right. how many of the people that don't play mis- that don't care or are succumbed to mystery boxes, how many of them are still playing the league? That'd be a fun. Well, one. this league, you get that hit. You don't need right. to buy the mystery box. Just go do a map with a bunch of juice on it. 
So I, it, I have had a lot of fun. This build's been a ton of fun. Both of the builds are fun. I'm trying to figure out what to do. If I, I'm just, I've actually been playing the level 100 chieftain because it's been fun doing That's the cool. T16 maps. Good for you. Which doesn't typically happen either. Um, it's also ridiculous that I hand level two level 100s. Like I get that there's lots of people who do it. I am not, not right. never ever have been. So I was actually thinking about this league. I don't want to talk about it right now. Maybe we'll do an after dark. I don't know where we're at yet with regards to timing for it. But private league, I don't even know how to do that now. I get that it's hardcore, but it is not hard to tonight's, get to level 100. Tonight's the night to figure it out. Eh, maybe. We'll see. I don't know if I want to whisper the whole way to figuring out the private league. but Easy. We'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. But here's one thing. Just uh, my wrap up for my week. One thing that I do find frustrating um, we've talked about Path of Exile with regards to like the multiplayer aspect of it, how it works with with playing with other people. It was it's been really frustrating. Josh and I actually had a talk about this last night that I am hindered and hurt when I play with him versus when I play by myself because I have built my guy up to have high item quantity, high item rarity, exploding, blah, blah, blah. When another player comes in with me, so he was really struggling with his build. He was really having a tough time. He's playing some Penance brand of Dissipation. He spent a bunch of money on it, but he didn't really research it that well. He just was like, oh, that guy says it does 40 gajillion DPS, so I'll do it. Without really understanding all the things he was going to have to do to make it work. And so he was really struggling to get damage out of it, to get survivability out of it. So I was helping him work through some of his stuff. And then last night I said, hey, do you want to just, you can play with it. I'm not using my Headhunter and my Progenesis. I don't need them anymore. So... Just throw them on your build and see what you think. And then he just was in love with it. Like he's just flying through the maps. He couldn't believe he's never played with a headhunter before. So it, it was a lot of fun. But for, for him to play with me meant I'm not getting cast when stunned. Because especially if he gets the stupid um, ES buff that a headhunter can get and he hits me with 2000 ES, I, my build is literally zeroed out. I, can't, I don't do anything. Um, he's killing stuff and I'm the one that's. Like, it was shocking to me how a completely juiced up map with him, I would run a set of four with him. And we'd come out of there with, like, nothing. A couple divines. It wasn't very worthwhile. And then he was getting upset. He's like, I don't understand. You keep telling me about these crazy drops. I'm like, get out of my map and let me do a map and I'll show you. And I do a map by myself and it's just like, ting, ting, ting. Like, there's just stuff everywhere. Um, I don't know what the solution to that is, but it's really frustrating because it, it's we're, like we're penalized for playing together in the sense that if we want the whole focus for us is to get loot, get the stuff and upgrade our builds and blah, blah, blah. But we actually, well, for me, at least that's a big one. Let me just get that in. Uh, for me, at least I'm, I'm better off playing without a friend if I want to get the loot. And I don't know, it's a little bit, it's a little disheartening because I want to play with him, but I, I think in this case, it's just the consequence of playing a trigger build. I love trigger skills. You know me. I've always it's been not on though. trigger skills. No, I so saw you are right. I do agree with you on the trigger side, except that it's not when it comes to the item quantity and rarity. I would have to shift my build up to either make sure I'm somehow calling or doing something because if I don't get the kill, yes. you don't see the bonus of the loot. Yeah. And magic. Find. I don't know the solution, but I don't. Yeah. You know what? That's actually a good question. Like, so let's say you're part of Path of Exile 2, you're making an ARPG and you want Magic Find to be a part of it. How do you, do you think Magic Find should be a Soul Cell found experience? Or 
do you think that it should be capable in co-op? Keeping in mind that everybody you play with could also be magic finding. And then that, then that turns almost into something possibly stackable. Well, my feeling towards magic find is I would just rather it not be a thing at all. I would rather them fix the drops and make it so that when I'm playing with other people, the quantities increase or something, which I know there are some of that stuff that, uh, that uh, is in the game. But I would rather not feel like I'm building my character around magic finding and just building my character to be strong. But I'm getting the benefit of playing a lot or maybe playing harder content. Like the problem right now is it doesn't actually feel like the harder content. And I'm not talking affliction. I'm just talking about PoE in general. Yes. I don't feel like there's a really good correlation to, OK, I'm playing the harder content. I'm going to get the better drops. There is a little bit to some degree. But there's too many of the drops that it's not really worthwhile. But I would rather that Magic Find wasn't actually a thing. Or Magic Find was just applied to the map. So the map has this increased quantity or rarity. But don't give me so and my, my so gear it's that. A, it's a dead mod. Once you enter, like, it's a mod it's on a your gear. It's a global mod to everyone. But then it adds it to the map. And then it does yeah. add nothing. That's an interesting idea. I just don't like the idea that I have to play a certain way like I don't mind the idea of playing with magic find it's been fun it's been you know just figuring out how to do stuff but it completely negates playing in a group 100% unless I can find some way to make it work and so I've been I actually spent some time last night and I was like looking at what their options are you can play with south I could make Josh somehow put on southbound gloves which means he can't kill anything that's not frozen um but the problem is he does poison damage and poison goes through the southbound gloves so it wouldn't count he would still get the kill then I was looking at these. I saw these actually while I was doing a map. They were grave, grave bind or something. But what it says is enemies killed near you count as your kill. And when I first read that, I was like, couldn't you screw somebody with this? Like if I was playing with somebody that was supposed to get headhunter buffs or supposed to do magic find, if 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 this thing says enemies killed near you count as your kill, couldn't you negate people's bonuses to some of that stuff but then i was thinking like maybe i could somehow incorporate those gloves into my build to get the benefit of my quantity and rarity but i don't want to like it's just like i don't know man it's weird i don't i'm trying to figure out where that balance is to playing with him or maybe i do a different build when i'm playing with him because i'm investing quite a bit i need the awakened sextants that's i want to sustain it myself i don't have to go and buy them when i did a map with him i was showing him we did a set of four maps with those set of four maps I think we averaged about maybe eight to 12 sec, uh, awakened sextants per map. So in the course of those four maps, we averaged about 12. When I did it myself and I showed him like we did it, I did another set of four maps by myself. My divines were obviously way through the roof, but my awakened sextants, I think I averaged around 35 to 40 per map. Wow. Like you're talking about a quarter less, which means I can't sustain rolling these sextants on, on doing the ones with him. So I don't know the solution, but it was a bit of a frustration for me because he really wants to play with me. He doesn't, he's like, I, it's so much more fun to play with people, which I do understand, but I'm like, I got to figure out something else because I can't sustain rolling these sextants or we have to do something different, but then you don't get the benefit of the juice. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure what it is, but yeah. just another thing to figure out with PoE, but tell him to be an Aurobot. You know, it's funny. I was working through with his, his build with him. And I, and he's struggling with some things he wanted to try and get, you know, he wanted to put the headhunter on, but he was struggling with, uh, I think corrupting blood was the thing he was struggling with. And I said, well, okay, you don't have a jewel. He didn't have a jewel slot where he could fit in something like you're immune to corrupted blood. He didn't have one of the, um, 
masteries available where he could just say corrupted blood's not available on him and he wanted to use the progenesis which meant he wasn't going to have a flask that would remove bleed so i said well why don't you just take um i said what's your what's your minor god like why don't you just take? i think it's ralakesh is the is oh, there's one of them i don't know if it's ralakesh or whatever i think it's ralakesh where um you don't take damage when you move while you're bleeding and corrupting blood is capped at five stacks and I said, you have enough regen to easily make it through five stacks of corrupted blood. You'd be fine with that. And you can't take, you don't take additional damage when you move while bleeding, which is monstrous. That's what will get you killed. I said, what are you, what are you using as your miner right now? He says, oh, I think I'm, I think I'm using Tukahama. I said, okay, well, I pull it up. I look at Tukahama. I'm like, but Tukahama is based on being stationary. You get, you get increased um, physical resistance when you're stationary. He's like, yeah, I'm like, you don't stop moving. I've never seen you stand still. Your character is running like a chicken with its head cut off because you're so scared of dying. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess that I guess that I don't. Really <laughs> I was like, uh, anyway, it's just funny. I know that's the way he plays and it's so much fun. But um, yeah, it, I did have fun trying to like help him adjust his build, but it's kind of hampered me now and trying to play with him and trying to either figure out a different way to play. Um, he's also. Like, and it's fun. I do enjoy this, but like, like I said, he's like a, a chicken with his head cut off. He's like, I'm, I'm try I do jungle Valley in a zigzag cause it, it's the most methodical way to make sure that I get all of the mobs killed. I'm taking the benefit of my Bisco's leash, um, rampage belt. And sometimes you get a delirium mirror. So you want to, you know, I, I don't want to run up one side and then back down cause the delirium mirror is gone. So by zigzagging, I hit everything. I, he knows that. But he's so scared when there's a big group of mobs that he runs. But instead of him running backwards where we've been, he <laughs> runs forwards and then he gets some more mobs on him. And I also have Abyss. Well, you can't hit those Abyss if we're not ready to hit the Abyss. You should ask him how often he runs over an Abyss by accident. It's unbelievable. That's hilarious. Yeah. And so, but it was just so funny that he was using a stat that was helping him when he was stationary. I'm like, dude, you, you've never stayed still ever. That's so. funny. Yeah, it was a good week. I am really enjoying Affliction. I, I think there's some things they really need to sort out. And the first one needs to be an exit the fucking Wildwood. The fact that that doesn't exist yet is bonkers to me. Sorry, Sophia. Yeah, sorry. She does. She won't listen this far as long as she as long as they get through my week. I don't think I swore during the week. I got to make sure I don't do that. She's like, you said a bad word. I'm like, I did not. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, um, yeah. L last comment for me before we sign off. So congratulations on your two manual 100s that's absolutely phenomenal um we know that chris wilson hates having lots of 100s on the leaderboard right he wants there to be very few if any and this league there's no way he wouldn't have seen this coming maybe not to the numbers that there are but there's no way that he could see this xp improvement and be like okay this goes kind of against my principles of getting to 100 there's already too many people are going to get there more maybe you didn't see it to this degree but you could foresee it in some way he's in charge of path of exile one and this league goes through now i've always criticized the company of just like throwing ideas out okay sure let's just get it done right but it still kind of conflicts with where he wants path of exile one to be out of all these interviews that jonathan and his co-workers have been doing magic find has been a topic mm, a lot makes sense. but it's interesting timing it seems to me that this was agreed upon to put in 
at whatever state so that people working on Path of Exile 2 could be like, I don't know, monitor the data so that they could figure out what magic, what they want magic find to be like for Path of Exile 2. Because they've said they want magic find to be in the game, but they don't want you to feel like you have to use it. You are going to have to sacrifice something substantial to run magic find. So, but they don't want exactly what this current league is, where it's better to run lower tier content with magic find than it is to run top tier content with magic find. Or even without. Exactly. Or whatever, yeah. So, but that's been a big conversation in almost all of the interviews. So the timing of it seems... Um, well, I guess almost. those topics are probably coming up by the people that are doing the interviews because they're players, yes. so they'd probably be knowing what's going, you know, but the craziness of what Magic Find is right now. It just seems like a very good time for Path of Exile 2 designers to be considering that as they go forward with the other decisions that they're making for, like, what if you have an item find class? What if you have something that can encourage that? I don't know. Like, it's a good, yeah. it's good timing for them to consider that information and what better way to do that than with your entire community focusing on yeah it'll be interesting to see because next next league is going to feel pretty rough for people who have been playing the magic find league this league you know to to go from this i was even thinking about from our for our own private league like it's going to feel gross to do a a zone and be like where's all my stuff (laughs) like it's just it's so different right now there's just your screen is cluttered with and my filter is wickedly strict like insanely insanely strict and there's some apps where i can't pick everything up so yeah it's going to feel different it's going to be like when they did the uh harvest you know here's all your power and we're taking it away this isn't power though right you you have to remember it's not like they're changing anyone's build i mean maybe some will see something but it's not like there's a build that is like broken or some crafting that needs to be changed just the fact that right now there's a a modifier to the map that's happening that's making it super juicy and and magic findy i i still argue with people that i don't think there's anything at the core of the game that's broken and causing this problem it's the fact that how affliction league mechanic interacts with those those core things and those core things have been there for at least one or 15 leagues so they weren't broken it's just that affliction has brought in this new modifier um that's that's making it pretty pretty crazy but yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see i just they got to fix the wildwood like theta just got back from his trip he was online last night and he was like hey how do i get out of this place and and we were like just keep running into the dark and he's like what i can't get out which first off i was like hey have you not listened to any of our episodes you turd (laughs) but uh, yeah i was like yeah just run into the dark oh you can't portal out that's not gonna help there's no portaling out you just keep running and and that's crazy to me like that should never have been the way that they set it up i don't understand i can't think of anything that's a pro to why that's a benefit to doing it i can end most content myself like almost every piece of content has the ability for me to end it if i want to end it i can end it or i can run away from it but i don't have to keep doing it with this one you could run and all of a sudden you're screwed because you run into something that's harder if you want to leave you have to exit the game yeah you can't even portal out it's crazy yeah it's so well you know it's weird though i put down a portal and i was doing i don't remember what i was doing i was doing something within the wildwood and i accidentally hit my tilde key which is my auto log out from awaken um awaken poe when i came back into my 
hideout and I went back through my portal, it took me back into the Wildwood and I had left the game. Now, granted, I had placed down a portal while I was in the Wildwood. So I don't know what it would have done had I not put a portal down in the Wildwood. But by putting a portal down in the Wildwood and then exiting the game, I still was in the Wildwood when I came back in. So I, it's just weird to me, like put a, whatever that they've always got, like the button that you can hit to end a league mechanic. You know, we can do it and we can do it in um, Delirium. You can I mean, in Heist, it's actually probably the most damaging because if you just portal out of a heist because and I've had that, you can't kill a mob. I, I, I can't kill tanky guys. So maybe I end up with one super crazy rare. If you portal out and then come back in, the ritual is complete, but you don't get any of the drops from that ritual. Even if I've killed all of the other mobs, but I couldn't kill the last one, if I leave and come back, I don't get any of the drops from that ritual, which is weird because I would actually be better off just dying in the middle of the ritual because then I'll get the drops from all the ones that did die. But if you portal and come back and you don't get it, but I'm just saying there are ways to end everything. It's bonkers to me that they came out without the ability to end the Wildwood and we're still not having one. Especially after last league where it was the same issue they ended up doing it for our sake a month and a half later. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it was way too long. I, it's still I, too I long. Do, like, I, I don't think there's a reason. I think it's just an oversight and it's not a priority. But I, which would be very disappointing considering last league. But I wonder if there actually is a reason. Well, but to me, that's not like. It's it, I don't, maybe I'm, I'm not I'm trying to be a turd. It seems like lack of testing, though, because you would have felt that in the campaign. If you were testing it and running through the campaign and you do the Wildwood, you know, there are times where you're like, I need to get out. I need to get out of here. I'm going to die. But that never occurred. That never happened where somebody was like this. This isn't this. is. I need to get out of here, especially during those processes, during those campaigns, during those whatever I it's or maybe you just feel like like this is the thing that's weird. They give you this option to juice a map. You know, this this feeling of like, I'm going to make my map a little bit harder. I do think there needs to be some understanding, like just telling me that blue increases crit and crit multi means nothing. It is our percentage. Like how how much harder am I making it if I go from 400 to 1000 blue? It's so, so that a player knows how much they're actually juicing the map. Right now you don't. You just know you're adding that to the map. But so that the player can go, OK, I think I've done enough. This is it was the same with Crucible. With yeah. Crucible, you saw the little thing go up and you were like, I can handle up to here. Now, the action of letting go and when it worked didn't work great, but that at least gave you some understanding about how hard you were about to make this next piece of content. This hasn't done that. This has just told you you're going to get something, but also there's no end. So if you want to get out and you feel like you're in trouble, you actually have to run away from the wisps. Don't find them because they're actually going to make it worse. That's odd to me. So anyway. Agreed. Yeah, but you know, what? it's been a good week. I do like Affliction. I've had so much fun doing it. I'm going to continue doing it. I'm going to try and find some ways to make make it work where I play or otherwise I'm just going to try and delete all my friends so that he doesn't know when I'm online so that um, <laughs> I can continue to get the loot. But you'd have yeah. to leave the guild too. He wouldn't check that. He's useless. Anyway, it's been fun. It's been a good week. We should wrap this up so Tyler can get some rest. Love you, buddy. Uh, Love you. ASMR at edition of Forever XL 223. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Patrons, we love your faces. We'll catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week in 224. If you look for more information, you can find down below website foreverxl.com or on Twitter foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord. Get your ass in there and say hi. And patrons, other ways to support the podcast, you'll find them on our website as well as in the notes somewhere. Don't forget to hit the smash, the like, the comments, and the. 
We said that in After Dark last week. It made me laugh. Anyway, do all the things. Thanks, everybody.